Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. Morning, everyone. Good morning, home parents. I'm Dr. Cam, and today I'm super excited because I have my niece Maddie with me. Hi. Hello. So Maddie is 22. I'm 22. She is a quintessential Gen Zer, right? Is that what you call yourself? A Gen I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Gen Zer. But she has agreed, lovely, has agreed mm-hmm. to come on and just kind of explain what the heck's going on with her generation. Yeah. So I'm a little old for my generation. You're a little too. on the older side, but that helps because you, a lot of the parents listening, obviously their kids are still teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you can help with is really explaining what is this new normative going into it. And I think, you know, growing up with social media, mm-hmm. learning right. how to adult in the world today, mm-hmm. um, and just what what helped you. What didn't help you? What do you wish you knew then that you know now? Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to start a little bit just in terms of your 22 trying to navigate the adult world? <laughs> what does that look like? Um, It's kind of frustrating. It's so weird being an adult. It's yeah. so weird being grown and like now I have to make decisions for myself and now... Yeah. Um, I want to be all by myself. I want to do it all my on my own. Um, but it's I still meet you know meet my parents there when I you, you know do. fall down and stuff like that. So yeah, what is helpful for you in terms of being prepared? Like growing up, what prepared you to go out on your own? Because I think this is a big question for a lot of parents who want to protect their kids mm-hmm. and want to make sure their future is paved out for them Mm -hmm. but we also want to prepare them so what helped prepare you yeah um the most helpful thing was probably having um as much independence as I did growing up I um had the freedom to try new things I had the freedom to make different experiences and kind of do it on my own and make those choices on my own and then test and see what the outcomes were and change perspectives um yeah but having the freedom to choose and make my own choices and make my own mistakes and being there when I made my mistakes but like also being a good support and just right and helping you learn through that so now you feel like you can make better choices or you're more confident in your ability to make choices Mm -hmm. okay well to an extent (laughs) it takes you know I feel I feel comfortable making mistakes choices knowing if it's the wrong choice and I need to like draw back I still have them there as like a support right without like a safe judgment right and you've got your cool aunts too yeah and I got my cool aunts yeah right who's also a big part of it too thank you because if I ever like act up too much then I can always go to you yeah, I've had a few it calls. was like a second. I've had a few. <laughs> I always know when you're calling me like at a random time. I'm like, oh, okay, what did she do now? Let's go talk her off. The, let's go talk her off the ledge. Yeah, which I love being. That's, 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 uh, yeah. So 
we wanted to talk a little bit about your story of coming out because mm -hmm. that want what I really want to lead into and what I know you want to talk about too is mm -hmm. just this spectrum of sexuality now that I think for my generation is still very confusing because we were, you know, you yes. were straight, you might be gay, but you didn't really talk about it that much. Mm -hmm. Or we teased people. I mean, it was right now, a lot of us would, we were very not PC. Let's just mm -hmm. say that we weren't PC. So navigating that now as a parent and your kids are, are saying, terms you don't even understand the lgbtq mm -hmm. is adding letters mm -hmm. and alphabet, it, mafia. alphabet mafia right <laughs> and i think it, it it's scary to us i think in a way we're unsure is it our kids is it confusing our younger kids or is it helping them so there we are so we have a live studio audience by the way do you want to say hi mom say hi 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 come on come on, come on in, come on in. oh okay. she didn't do her hair she's so, <laughs> so we have a live studio audience she's gorgeous <laughs> she looks awesome um <laughs> so anyway do you so do you want to start with your story a little bit on okay. how that um, happened i would first like to touch on it's as confusing as it is for parents it is equally as confusing for anyone who's questioning their gender, their sexuality, or anything, it's yeah. it's um it's a very odd I don't know. Um, but what was the original question? So there's a lot of questions. My right story. So yeah, I came out. I came out January second, twenty eighteen. Mm -hmm. um, that was like the first time I like came out to my family and stuff like that. And um, I was in college. I was a freshman in college. And it was a very new thing to me, a very, um, you know, new thing dating girls and um, in that kind of way. Um, and all growing up, all growing up, I, I was straight. I was, I identified you as straight. You always had a boyfriend growing up. Yeah, always. And um, that's, and I was very kind of insecure about that when I first came out. But then um, there's so many people with the similar stories. So there's this thing called um, com compulsive heteronormative heterosexuality. Okay, say that again. Compulsive heterosexuality. Okay. And what that means is um, basically growing up, all in media, everywhere you look, everyone's straight. Everyone yep. everywhere is straight. That's the norm. Mm -hmm. um, you grow up and, you know, you're viewed as straight until you come out. And so you see that and you kind of think this is normal. This is what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. um, this is all I've grown up knowing. Right. And, you know, you fall into that pattern. And then until you start questioning that, and then it's all up in the air. So when you start questioning it and, you know, when you're grow when you were growing up, mm -hmm. um, it was a lot more acceptable and there was more people in the media yeah. and and now even more so with social mm -hmm. media i mean there's a lot of people that are very very out and vocal about it so i think it's becoming more normal normal for your age group for mm -hmm. my age group it's still a what is going on yeah. in the world like what what's happening because for us it was like yeah i mean being straight and most parents, I would say, still 
prefer their children to be straight because it's what's most acceptable normal. and normative yeah normal what we know how do we we're in a heteronormative society. we are we are and a lot of people and also yep. believe that that is the only way yeah right so there's a lot of the the religious issues and questions that people mm -hmm. come up with too so explain to us as parents and i know there's parents out there that whose kids are questioning mm -hmm. and they're you know they can be as young as 10 yeah. 11 and they're questioning um how do we address that in a way that's not gonna that's gonna help our kids and not hurt them just being open just being open to whatever um yeah if i mean if your kid comes and is at, uh I want to wear men's clothes or I want to wear makeup. I want to do this or that. That's, that doesn't mean necessarily that you're, you know, you're gay or you're questioning your gender or anything, but also, um, questioning is a whole process. It is it's a whole process. You start out. Like if I go, if I backtrack and look on some of the things that I've done when I was younger or as a kid, and I was like, how in the world did I not know Mm -hmm. when I like be like I don't know but um it's also it's a big process and it can change and gender uh, sexuality and gender is both a spectrum um and it can fluctuate and you can choose something and then you can change your mind and then you can um you know you you might believe that you're bisexual and then a lot of bisexuals will eventually come out as gay or lesbian mm -hmm. um and then uh, like a lot of just gay people will come out as transgender and it's just things like that or non-binary or anything and um it can just being open and try ask ask questions yeah. ask questions try to you know um try to you know figure out what's what's the proper language what should i be using what would be you know a more I don't know, a better vocabulary. Well, I think um, one of the things that we see a lot now is people mm -hmm. will say, what pronoun do you associate with? Yeah, what are your pronouns? What are your pronouns? Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people on social media have like she, her, mm -hmm. or he's, you know, he, him. Um, yeah. And so we've got that. And I think for your generation that's becoming Actually, I see a lot of people in my generation doing it too. Yeah. You know, and we're doing it every age. Yeah, yeah, we're saying people we're accepting this. But I think it's still um, yeah. for a lot of people understanding the spectrum, the spectrum. Um, spectrum. And my question is do you think it makes it more confusing for kids who every child in the, in the history of the world has mm -hmm. gone through this questioning right mm -hmm. we didn't have a lot of choices then mm -hmm. so it was pretty much either you were straight or gay mm -hmm. right and now there's this now every think, letter of the alphabet has something i so think that's the more, confusing part is yeah. the labels yes i think the labels is the most confusing part and um you know it's just finding but then you get into like the toxic part which is like micro labeling and every single small thing has a label and it gets too confusing and someone who's like questioning like their gender or things like that might or like trying out different pronouns that um in some cases people might think that's trans but then trans is such a very harsh term or like lesbian mm -hmm. the word lesbian is such a like a, a, a harsh word in society 
And mm-hmm. so people mm-hmm. don't really feel like that sticks. He still they, has that, it you, has a negative yeah, connotation. Yeah, it has a, I mean, not a negative connotation, but it means a lot. It means a lot to be trans and the trans community is a yeah. big thing. And so much people might not feel comfortable being, you know, in that right away, but they could still want to try out using um, they pronouns and things like that, or um, being more androgynous and right that kind of way. And I think one thing to point out, because teenagers in general, young adults in general, are trying on different mm-hmm. everything. I mean, mm-hmm. they're trying on different likes, different yes. clothing, different yes. hair color, different friendships, different everything. And so this is another one of those things that they're trying on to see what fits. Mm-hmm. So I think one thing I always want to encourage parents is to let them try it on because as soon as you yeah. try to shut it down or shame them for it or anything else, it starts them questioning what's going on. They're going to hide it more. It's going to become more of an yeah. inner turmoil instead of just saying, you know what, today mm-hmm. I want to be they. And you're like, okay, they. Okay. Um, okay, and, they. Okay, they. Yeah. Um, they, what do you want? So being able mm-hmm. to kind of be flexible with it actually mm-hmm. gives them more freedom to figure it so out and, figure and, it get out. It, and yeah. get it right, Yeah, I guess. The other thing I'm And make to, those mistakes and try again. Make like, those this mistakes. doesn't feel right. That feels right. more right. I want to try out this today. Maybe that, yeah. And not having to put a label on it. That's yes. another thing I tell because, younger yeah. kids. It's like, you don't have to label it yet. Mm-hmm. Or you, you, don't, don't, you don't have to. You could to. just be. Be. Right. You can just be. A lot of people feel, um, and especially when I first started coming out, I identified more with just queer or gay. I didn't identify as lesbian right st- away. Okay. I don't um, know the difference between. I still get confused with queer versus gay or, le- I mean, gay lesbian I get. Yes. But I'm getting confused. But with then queer, queer is just the general everything like okay so it's both it's a broad it's It's an umbrella term it's a they version versus a he or a she version yes yes Mm -hmm. okay got it yeah okay and then adding when we have lgbtq um and i feel like there's added one bisexual 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 a lot of people a lot of people will identify as bisexual when they Okay, or when they're questioning, it's probably an easier. It's an easy. It's an easy in between. between Nice, safer, (laughs) safe straddle. I don't wanna. Yeah. Okay. And so is also like maybe um, non-binary too could be that way for some people. Okay. As being like an in between of so non and a precursor for some non-binary to explain that is more of what you. Not what you're attracted to, but what you associate with. Yeah, as. your gender. Right. That's gender. Non-binary yeah. is a gender. Yeah. And that means n- neither or. Right. Neither or. One day you may want to be yeah. more feminine, another one more Well, masculine. that's gender fluid. Okay. That's gender fluid. Gender fluid is when you kind of sway back and forth. Non-binary, you are your own okay. gender. You okay. are, you set the, which is also, I think it's a really beautiful thing yeah. you set your own gender and you decide what that means for you and I'm curious I'm curious that possibly this fact that we have become as a society at least in the past have become so we've separated what is what is boy 
versus what is girls. Yeah, so succinct. Oh my God. They, oh my God. Yeah. You know, yeah. a boy wants to play with a doll. And I remember, yeah. I remember working in a, when I was Everything doing, from the second before you're even born it's is, pink. Gen, is pink or blue, blue right. pink or blue and pink or blue. And, um, oh my gosh. And, and yeah. So um, I think because it's been so separate and people yeah. are like, well, I'm a boy, but I love playing, you know, I love oh wearing a dress or I love Barbies. I love Barbies unicorns. is a great one. I remember unicorns. interviewing, oh yeah, unicorns are, I remember um, doing research in a preschool mm -hmm. and this little boy was, the boys loved to run around in high heels and purses because they identified with their moms, right? Mm -hmm. And they loved it. And I would, these dads would come in and these like military, you know, kind of tough manly man yep. dads and freak out when mm. they saw their kids running around. And I think there's this belief that even at that young age, you can either become gay or, you know, mm -hmm. be, right. Or you can switch or because they're so separate, there's more kids, really more people associated in the between somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so this is really saying, I am not like feminine girl, girly girl, or I'm not like manly man. Mm -hmm. I am, I'm a, yeah, an yeah. Well, Pushing gender stereotypes and gender norms onto young kids. I've, I've learned, um, being a preschool teacher yeah um it's very hurtful for them and a lot yeah. of a lot of kids and it doesn't mean anything like you see your mom taking care of babies so you want to go pr like mimic that and be i want to play with baby or you see you like building blocks you see your older brother building legos i loved building legos as a little kid but i mean it's uh, you want to go dance yeah. as a boy. And in clothing, right. you want what clothes do you want to wear instead of going to the girls section? Yeah. What just, do you want to wear? What do you want to wear? Yeah. What do you feel comfortable with? Exactly. Who do you want to dress up as in, for Halloween? You know? Yes. Can be yeah. anyone and not creating the shame around it and this, mm -hmm. this judgment. And I think that's still something that we get very uncomfortable with, mm -hmm. I think, a lot of times. So it's being able to allow kids to experiment without and it, it is it's stereotypes mm -hmm. it is not based in reality you it walk in a target stereotype. and you see girls t-shirts that says like mommy's little princess and yeah. you see boys t-shirts that are like super smart super cool dude like yeah strong well i think another big one that i i always am helping you know teenagers mm -hmm. with too is emotion so mm -hmm. there's actually stereotypical emotions mm. that are acceptable mm -hmm. for boys versus girls. So girls are allowed to cry. Boys are not. Yes. Boys are allowed to get really angry and punch a wall. Crying. And yeah. girls don't, yeah. aren't allowed to get angry mm -hmm. as much, right? And so we have these emotions that we bottle up and don't know how to express. Mm -hmm. And they can come out in really unhealthy ways. Mm -hmm. Because, again, it's a stereotype. It it's is. A, it is yeah. a creation that it is yes. what we have manufactured mm -hmm. even the blue and blue and pink i always i believe it was world war ii they created the blue and pink just to distinguish boy babies from girl babies and they actually were going to do it the switch. other yeah they were going to switch so pink was boy because yes. it looks like red meat mm -hmm. right rare meat and so they i mean that is completely made up and manufactured mm -hmm. and so it is something that we we ingrained in our yep. kids. Yep. So I think that's really cool. So you wanted to talk a little bit about 
And it's everywhere. Heteronormative behavior. So explain heteronormative. So explain what you mean by heteronormative and how, you know, how that's impacting. Heteronormative. Well, heteronormative is that, is that. Heteronormative is the idea that there's, you know, a binary, there's binary, two binary genders and um, one sexuality, which is straight. And um, so here's the, th I'm going to jump in real quick. So okay. in terms of how bodies are built, mm -hmm. there is a male body there's, and there's, a, there's male parts and there's female mm -hmm. parts. So I think this distinguish, distinguish, <laughs> distinctive, whatever, distinguishing between, I can't even pronounce, distinguishing between the two when they're Seven, born. Yep. I mean, you're either, you, most, you're, yeah. right? So I, there is a binary separation between yes. you're a girl or you're a boy yes. when you're born, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the societal idea that everyone is straight. Mm -hmm. And so that, um, that together, if we had, if we were not in a heteronormative, um, cisgendered society, we wouldn't have homophobia. Right. It wouldn't exist. Yeah. If it was just normal to be whatever and um, all sexualities and all genders were accepted, then we wouldn't have homophobia. It wouldn't happen. We wouldn't have people scared to come out and people in a, right. in a position where they aren't safe to be who they are. Yeah. I think and what's more question, what I question even more are the people that are uncomfortable with other people coming out yeah because it's like how does their life impact your mm -hmm. life so i you know i think if it's consenting mm -hmm. it's fine and it's you know i don't want to get too political here because i think there's a lot about that there's a lot of things that can come out that people will argue with with mm -hmm. um but I, I think in terms of being able to just be who you are and accepting who you are without these preconceived stereotypical notations that we mm -hmm. put on people will create, do you think it's going to create more healthy, become more mentally healthy? Or I think some parents are worried that it's going to create we, more confusion and anxiety and stress if kids are no. unsure of what they, of what they identify as. Well, it, there, you wouldn't have to be you wouldn't have to stress about it if it wasn't such a big deal. If it wasn't such a big deal. Yeah. I think that's just what I wanted most when I came out. I didn't want it to be a big deal. Yeah. I, and the, and like, why, why do, why is coming out a big deal? It doesn't have Did to Did you feel like it was a big deal with your family? No, I hope it wasn't. I, I still remember when you called me because you did like a FaceTime call and I was at a bit, I was at a, um, I was at a conference. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my niece is calling me to go call. And I come down and people are like, what was that about? And I'm like, oh, she just came out. <laughs> they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I go, the only thing that bothered me about it was that I didn't know sooner. Mm -hmm. Like that you had, told. Yeah. you know, that was the only that thing. Was, I was that like, was the thing when I started questioning my sexuality is like, why haven't I done this sooner? Yeah. Why haven't I, you know, stepped out of that, that compulsory heterosexuality sooner? And well, that's why it's but what you expect to be. It's very common. It's very yeah. common. And, you know, yeah. 
So before we go, um, tell, give some parents, if you can, kind of some tips on if their child is, even if their child's not openly, but if, mm-hmm. you know, how do we provide a safe place for our kids to figure out who mm-hmm. they are um, and how, and if a child, you know, does come out or say, I'm bi, I think I'm bisexual or gay, mm-hmm. how to respond to that in a way that's going to be supportive um, and help them figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um just being open mm-hmm. yeah just being open being okay and then i mean being there when they fall because yeah. you know even in even in um gay relationships you still have you know relationship problems especially as a teenager you still have relationship drama at school and yeah. stuff like that and yeah. yeah i think that's really good it's like your kid is your kid mm-hmm and allowing yeah. them and again viewing it as we're trying to figure out who we are mm-hmm. um without judgment mm-hmm. without judgment that's, that's really good yeah so in the moving forward what does the world look like when it's not heteronormative it's just hopefully people won't be scared of coming out mm-hmm. people can just be who they want to be. Will you even have to come you? out? No, you won't have to come out. No, coming out yeah. means that, yes. right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, you won't have to come out. Um, it'll just you'll just be. be it'll you'll just be. Yeah, you won't. Yeah, put your kids in these boxes of, and make them afraid to tell you who they really are. Mm-hmm. And set these norms and these expectations yeah. for them. Yeah. Before they even know who they are. Well, your generation is coming up that way. So mm-hmm. I think when your your kids get to that point, you're going to be a lot more open. Of course, they'll probably come up with something else that yeah. throws you off and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll be a lot, you know, I think I think your generation already is a lot more. My kids more will in- come out as like robots. Yeah. Sexual, and I'll be like, <laughs> I just, they're not a person. I don't care. It's not okay. But I think <laughs> I already that your generation is a lot more um as a whole seems to be more accepting and yeah you know of who you are that's yeah. that's just you we're not going to judge you for you and yeah. I, I love that mm-hmm. and I think I see more and I think that comes not just gender not just sexuality it's race it's religion it's all of these things like mm-hmm. you're different from me yeah. that doesn't make you wrong mm-hmm. that just makes you different than me mm-hmm. right yeah that's awesome i love you girl right yay all right we're gonna tune off and uh that was fun so- and that's a wrap thanks for joining me today on parenting teens with dr cam make sure to visit my website www.askdrcam.com where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.